So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on merchandise. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is NetHead. With Will Wilkins. Yeah, hello everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads, the Mulligan. My name is Will. And my name is Trent. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can. Uh, very easy. Anytime you're listening to it, you can throw a hashtag NetHeads on the uh, on the old Twitter, and uh, you can take part in the conversation, if you will. It's pretty simple. Yes, it is. It's very direct. So uh, Trent is is uh, dealing with uh, some internet issues, or I am. I'm not sure which one. So he sounds like he's in the end of a tunnel. And uh, we're Dude, uh, it's probably mine. Let's be honest. Yeah, and we're calling a mulligan because uh, earlier today, uh, this being the first of the year, uh, that is the day officially that the lights come down on the house, right? Oh, really? Yeah, that's when they got to come off the gutters and and they've got to uh, be gone. Christmas today was the day Christmas was officially banished. Okay, but so here's a question for you then, Will. Uh, the the gutter clips. Can you just leave them up there for and for next year? Or do you have to take them down and clip them and? Uh, unclip them and save them for next year. Okay, well, first of all, Trent, it's not a, um, they aren't a thing like your wreath that stays on the door year round. Okay. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's the first part, important part. It's a, it's a seasonal thing, huh? Yeah, exactly. So, so there's that. And, uh, and no, because they're made of, they're like a PVC or a plastic or a cheap plastic, not a PVC. Those are the last. Yeah. Uh, so they, uh, if they're left there for a year, because I found one that was on the gutter from last year, uh-huh. they just get dry and brittle and will snap. Oh, really? Yeah, and then they're done. That's it. So you you can't leave them up all year round. So I did. I pulled every one of them suckers down, and I and I moved on with it, baby. But yeah, <laughs> the uh, the artificial tree <laughs> came down today. Everything came down today, including uh our 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 buy one elk number that kind of came down today too but if you do want to take part in the program if you want to uh, if you want to make a commentary throw a hashtag netheads up on twitter or uh, we have a skype account now that uh, actually you know there's a phone number with it that i'm sure uh, they sent me after i got it which would make sense right 
Well, I would think so. Yes. Do you get to choose the phone number? Yes, I did. I but I did oh. not. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, hey, Will, I know what you did. You made sure that it was a really cool, cool number, and no, I didn't. Or I, at least it's it's you know elk or something was in there. Yeah, no, somewhere didn't do that. So uh, it's nine two five two three eight ninety twenty. And we'll uh, we'll get that forwarded over because uh, we got to get the eight six six number redirected. It's a thing. <laughs> but but the magic jack had to go. Uh, it you know I, we've made comment about this before. It's not a true bi directional conversation. Whereas with Skype right. it can be. And, and also uh, the other thing that bugged me about it is it. I found out it was it was locking the microphone volume in at twenty. It was locked in, and and we're pumping some serious juice out of this system, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. we've got to make sure that we are set to a certain level. So everyone, every time they heard, you know, what they hear is this is what we want to sound like. So if you, don't want to, <laughs> if you ever wondered why the callers didn't exactly know what we were saying, that might be the reason why. But you know what? That's if we want to be true to talk radio, I think that's what you have to do. Well, the <laughs> if you've ever listened to talk radio, it all sounds like whenever a caller comes in. For some reason, it's impossible to sound good. Nah, I, I, no, I disagree. If, you, if you've if you've heard a, a phone call into the Sir Studios, they've got a professional system in there. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking like FM talk radio, not internet radio. Actually, no, that may be the uh, the plethora of mobile phones that have now proliferated the market. Mm-hmm. Because you know your connection quality. Uh, is is inconsistent you know much in the same way where if we were to encourage somebody uh to to use the skype to call in you know half the time they'd be maybe using a cheap set of uh former gamer headphones and that are plugged into their lap and top right. and and they're actually over modulating to us and boy isn't this exciting to listen to hey but you know what folks uh we have to maintain our street cred as a tech podcast about podcasting yes and my favorite part of the tech today on this podcast is the way that the internet connection just keeps varying from yeah sometimes it's awesome yeah it just (laughs) it's like somebody's screwing with trent's internet they've got it on a slide rule and they're just (laughs) now we'll fade them down now we'll push them up i think somebody's on your internet and you don't know it buddy i you know i I, i've got a password it's to log on. I don't know. Yes, and and we all know that one thing that cannot happen on the internet is passwords can't be cracked. No, especially when it's something so difficult to crack, like nine eight seven six five four three two one one. Yeah, exactly. Because that, that extra one. one at the end. Yeah, exactly. It throws them. <laughs> <laughs> and Americo seventy six is asking, so I'll repeat it once again. What is the Skype uh, address? It's Netheads on Air. Netheads on air, which which actually, if somebody has a decent setup, it means that they'll sound great when they do call in. If they're yeah, when they Skype in, yeah. If if you know what you're doing, and and not that I'm saying I don't want you guys to, you know, the the whole reason why we put out a phone number is because that way it's it's universal. Everybody has a phone, right? Okay, and and ten to one, those aren't as bad as that Trent's internet connection, so they're going to sound halfway decent and normal. <laughs> Um, Adam, uh, oh shit, Adam Dutfield, uh, on Twitter says, uh, what are gutter clips? <laughs> oh Lord. Just go we two did. or three <laughs> podcasts back, buddy. You just got to get caught up because that's the only way. We're not going to go into what gutter clips are again. <laughs> I mean, talk about like a 45 minute tutorial. <laughs> yeah. 
exactly. <laughs> and where to purchase them also in, in Northern California. Well, you know, the first or second weekend in December, nowhere. Good luck. <laughs> Not going to find them. <laughs> the good news is now I have 1,400 gazillion for next year. Sure. Yeah. Stock up, man. Yeah. That's as the, long as, that's as long as you part. don't leave them. Leave them out in the sun, otherwise they're not going to last, right? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, if you, if you guys want to take part, great. If not, so 2011 has is has gone the way of the dodo. Mm-hmm. It's over, man. It's out of here. We don't have it anymore. So what are we going to do? Game over, man. Uh, we're going to move on to 2012. But Trent, what I wanted to know from you is, what yeah. do you think were the coolest electronic gadget thingamajigs that came out in 2011? Okay. Okay. Because we know, right? Before, um, like, for example, right before the end of the year, uh, the ice cream sandwich was released. Yep, it was. Right now, which, which, what, what's the real model of that? What, what do they call it on the street? Uh, I think it's three point two, mm-hmm. Android three point two. Yeah. Um, and someone, please, by all means, correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Um, but I mean, in in classic Trent fashion. Uh, what I'm holding in my hand right now, uh, the, uh, no, wait, no, hold on. Samsung... I don't want to know what you're holding in your hand right now, buddy. No, no, my, my, my right hand. Oh, well, okay. Come on. Come on. We, everyone knows what's in my left hand. Uh, hi, Sherman. Uh, <laughs> it was Boy, that just the, really the went Galaxy from, Tab. Is that, I'm sorry. That went from weird to awkward in a heartbeat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> everyone knows what's in my left hand. Oh, hi, Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> That's just bad, dude. Oh, shit. Put down um, the peanut butter. Put down the peanut butter. He likes it crunchy. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Uh, hold on. Time out. We're going <laughs> to. What I need, I need the sound. One of the sound effects I should definitely have on this uh, show uh-huh. would be like some screeching brakes <laughs> or some or some tires. You know, like uh, burning rubbers for you know to indicate we're changing directions on the right. on the the drop of a um drop of a pin. Does that make sense? No, that's what you could hear if it's too quiet. Right. We're just changing topics on a dime. How's that? Because you can stop <laughs> on a dime, right? Why would you stop on a dime? By the way, I don't understand that. Um, Was this some uh, old game challenge that existed out in the days of yore? It's like, well, we're gonna test these brakes. We're gonna put this dime right here. Whoever's got the best brakes, they can stop on this dime right here, buddy. Um, I saw it on um, Top Gear did an episode about that once. I can't remember what it was, though, on stopping on a dime. Oh, okay, good. So the information is out there. Well, we do have it's this there. powerful tool called the Internet that we could utilize. I yeah. would not encourage you to utilize it right now because God knows we can't hear you. Right. Uh, anyway. Uh, I just wanted to talk, cause I don't know, we, we reset the show. I don't know what we've talked about and what we haven't. Uh, the last show was a very interesting show. Uh, it's what I like to call, uh, corralling an idiot is what it was. <laughs> and, and I'm sorry to equate you to an idiot, cause you know, I don't think of you that way, Trent, but let's oh, face gosh, it. No. You were a little, well, I think the, the way, uh, my dad used to put it is you were a little shitty that night. Yeah, sloppy. <laughs> you were, uh, <laughs> Bad, bad things were happening. I let's just say that when the doorbell or when somebody knocked on your door, it's a miracle you remembered to come back, right? Because <laughs> I know, I know you you told her even because the, the girl showed up. For those that don't yeah. know, what, la, the last show was what we called our nagathon. Now, what that meant was 
uh, at least what I thought we would do, you know, nice, responsible show, we'd start off the show with some eggnog filled with brandy, and we would make sure to drink the nog and do the show, you know, a festive holiday show. What Trent thought that meant was, let's consume as much alcohol as we can before we get started, and then continue to drink during the show, which, you know, is fine, because Trent is a professional. And in the way of that, I mean drinker. He knew what he was doing, <laughs> but man, you were uh, you were you uh, were drunk. I mean, you yeah. don't even. I I don't know what is beyond drunk, but that's what you were. But whatever, if I was Trent, you were drink drank drunk. I don't know. I was I was, was T balls at that point. Oh dear God! Really, Trent? Really? <laughs> that's what they call me. Yeah. yeah, this is something to brag about too, my friend. Just just <laughs> keep sticking up for yourself there. Uh, the, <laughs> Sorry, uh, Mary says, uh, the funniest part of the last show was Will telling Trent to shut up every five to ten minutes. Trent, shut up. That may have been, that may have been the brandy in my egg dog. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Cause I was a little surly. Uh, and America is pointing out, uh, dime is the smallest U.S. coin. The phrase simply means that the person can stop their vehicle with accuracy. Mm. Okay. Well, we're going to just call me Captain Non Sequitur because we went into the drunk conversation. Uh, and so Trent, the, the day after you had a slow going morning, right? I sure did. Mm-hmm. And, and about what time did you finally said, okay, it's time to get up and go to Wyoming? Oh, shit. I think my goal was to leave Utah at 4 p.m. Oh, okay. Well, and I think that's, goal. that's about what I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's completely acceptable. I thought so. My mother didn't, but meh. Why not? <laughs> she, she wanted, she, wa- she wanted her little baby to be there sooner. Oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> just admit it you screwed up dinner for everybody because they were waiting on you didn't, didn't actually that was thanksgiving oh okay good <laughs> um <laughs> sorry I- i'm looking at the uh at the old uh twitter stream and and pardon me for putting it this way but z digital 13's wife because i can't see the screen name from here i'm blind and old now apparently uh she said shit faces after drunk and yes that i think oh is yeah accurate. that's true yep that was you my friend uh, now, mm-hmm. do you remember? Uh, well, actually, I'm sure you do because uh, you've been getting ribbed about it um, <laughs> all over the Twitter. Uh, apparently, a, a young lady who fancied you came by at what was that? Like midnight your time? Uh, yeah, I guess I don't even remember. Min- it was well, late. Yeah, well, it we was s- late. It was really late. What time did we start broadcasting at? Was that ten o'clock? I think like ten. Shit, I don't remember. Will, Why am I asking yeah, you? I, I, I remember some things, but details are well, not no, let really... Me just, let me just step out in the hallway and ask my cockatiels, because they're going to have just as much of a clue as you are about what happened that night. <laughs> so let's just say somewhere around 11 o'clock, uh, probably closer to midnight in Utah time where you are, there was a, a knock, knock, knocking on your door. Mm-hmm, there was. And 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 who who was there? It was a young lady that fancied you? Yeah, uh, yeah I guess. She fancied me. Well, who the hell else shows up at your house at midnight unannounced? Or, or was there, were you drunk and, and you got a text and you're just responding, sure, not knowing you were saying, hey, no, no, over? it was, it was straight up out of the blue. Like, um, she was back in Utah visiting family from California and stopped by the house. Okay. And she and, just, uh, just dropped by and said, hey, how's it? Cause, Obviously, is this a person that just knew that odds are it's midnight our time, uh, Trent's probably awake? I, I would assume as much, yeah. You know, 
Well, the question here is, Trent, let's let's not beat yeah, around yeah, the bush. Yeah, what are you getting at, Will? Was she looking for a piece of Trent? Like, would, would do you think, had you not been drunk and on the radio, she was looking to throw down? So, uh, you know, if, if we're going to quote 40-year-old virgin, you're asking me, was she hurting for a squirting? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was she a hoe for show? Which... <laughs> You know, I don't, I, I don't know. Um, I would, I would like to think that, yeah, she was looking for a little trend action. Uh, is that the case? I don't know. And I, I, I'm just going to remember it the way I, I want to remember it and think, yeah, man, I'm that awesome. No, well, you are that awesome. We all know that. <laughs> now, now what we all know is Trent, uh, thankfully we had a caller on the line at the time. So Trent went to go answer ye old door. <laughs> And you told the young lady, I, you know, I'd love to visit right now, but I'm on the radio. Mm-hmm. Which, first of all, you know, she's standing out in the cold going, bullshit! <laughs> yeah, and, and she, Clearly, she just, you're not sitting in a radio station. You're at your house. You're looking at the cobweb-covered wreath. Not to mention, I can only imagine the smell that I was exuding at the time. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> of cheap just, liquor. And you're like, oh, no, I... I, I can't. I'm on. I'm on the radio right now. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> he's so drunk. I think she knows he's. Uh, he thinks he's on the radio. Oh, there you go. Z Digital Thirteen pointing out the obvious one. I think Will meant to say she's looking for a part of Trent. Oh, well good. said. Yeah, that's why he's the host. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> You don't remember anything about that night, so I know it's not like you, you remember the look on her face when you told her that. So we'll, we'll go beyond that now. Um, even though you had just told her that, was there a moment when the door closed and you were just like, oh, I bet Carl's Jr. drive thru is open. I can go for a cheeseburger. <laughs> and then you remembered that you were on the radio? I'm just wondering. Uh, probably. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't stop at the fridge on the way back. Uh, are you sure you didn't? Well, I know I urinated multiple times during the, during the program. Yes, you did, sir. Yes, you did. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I broadcast it to everyone what I needed to do. Yeah, you did. Thankfully, you didn't take the microphone in with you, so that's a blessing. <laughs> Luckily, you don't have a wireless headset set up. <laughs> that could have been awkward. Happy holidays, everybody. Golden Flush. showers for everyone. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Router Ninja oh, says, man. I'm on the radio on the internet is about as moisture inducing as it's okay. We can go to my house. My mom is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. But he has his own house. So it's, I don't know. It, it depends. I mean, in this day and age, you know, everybody's got, actually, I don't know. Is it at this point in this day and age, everybody's got a podcast? Yeah, I would like to think so. In fact, it's it's really funny. Um, I follow Pete Lee, who uh, a comedian, and he was on Last Comic Standing two years ago. And his his Twitter, um, you know, bio that they can have the last white comic without a podcast. <laughs> Very good. It's yeah. I mean, everyone does, especially when you get into the certain you know really specific clicks like you've got your your comedy podcasts you've got your like ours tech podcasts yeah you know it's like really everyone does and that's awesome you know like hey, absolutely you should speaking of tech podcast trent i gotta i gotta i gotta put myself out there as not as uh tech cred as i i i used to be 
Oh, hey, you stop it. Well, I haven't troubled. Here's the thing. I'm sure everybody uh, that follows us on Twitter already knows, but if you're just one of the people that casually listens to the podcast, mm-hmm. um, make sure you go on iTunes and review us. But that's not the point. Uh, give us a five-star review is what I'm asking, by the way. Right. Uh, I did get an Xbox for Christmas. Yes! So congratulations, Will2007. Oh, Welcomes you, you know, and greets you. That not a, Will, you didn't just get an Xbox for Christmas. Yeah. I feel I feel like you getting an Xbox for Christmas was a present for me as well. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad you think that. I don't know why, but you're scaring me. Uh, but I did get it, and and actually, uh, our good friend, uh, what is his real name? I, I keep forgetting. Z Digital Thirteen. We've talked. Lee. Lee. Lee uh, is also one of my friends on on the Xbox 360. If you want to, my gamer tag is Silver Lurker ninety nine. By the way. So here's the deal. I have. In a high-definition television, as you know. Trent, you have one now. Yes, uh-huh. Is your Xbox hooked up through a high-definition connection? It is. Which route did you go? Uh, as far as the, the, the company, the... The cable, dickhead. Which way are you connecting it? I shouldn't say that. Actually, that was very harsh. <laughs> I'm going to admonish myself right now. That's two demerits for Will. That was a little... Uh, I'm... <laughs> I don't know why I went that aggro so quickly. Um, so you have a television. It's an HD television, and you've got your Xbox. By which way do you have a high-definition connection from your Xbox to the TV? Uh, a, a monster HDMI cable. Very good. Okay, good. There. See, that's what we were, I was getting at. I don't know why I just <laughs> lashed out at you like, you know, daddy's had too much to drink or whatever. I don't know. It's okay. Daddy's not mad. Daddy's not mad. Yeah, doesn't it doesn't help the scenario any. Um, so... <laughs> So, and you're just going straight from the Xbox to the uh, television, right? Nothing in yep. between. Yep. See? Nothing. And when, and I'm sure you hooked up the HDMI cable, you fired the beast up, and just pa-pow, there's a picture, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Not happening in my house. What? Yeah, not happening in my house. But I, I, I have some troubleshooting to do because I must have been driving Lee crazy uh, yesterday as I was, oh, no. as I was on the phone with uh, Microsoft tech support, or not on the phone, I was chatting with him. And the Xbox is restarting every 20 seconds, you know? Cause, uh-huh. cause, you know, every time one of your friends comes online, it, it's nice enough to tell you, you know, whether you're watching <laughs> right. a movie or playing a game, you're like, blink, you know, Trent, Trent's <laughs> online. So with me, it was like, Silver Looker 99's online, Silver Looker 99's online, Silver Looker, just like that. Just imagine a little kid saying, Silver Looker 99's <laughs> online, you know, in a restaurant while you're trying to just concentrate and the kid's just saying it over and over again. And you're just like, for God's sake, won't the kid be quiet? That's what Just I was. Let me eat my mashed potatoes. Yeah, exactly. That that was me. Um, so, uh, it, but there's some troubleshooting to do now because there the problem. There are a few problems. One is that I was going with my uh, my Pioneer um, surround sound system. You know the the HDMI cables go into there because it's got four. So it acts like an HDMI switcher. Are you with me? Oh, okay, yeah, that right. makes sense. So we got to take that out of the loop, and uh, we got to make sure it's a high enough caliber quality cable, I guess. Right, yeah, because you can you can go to Walmart and pick up some you know really uh, affordable in quotation mark um, cables that aren't going to carry it that well. Yeah. Also, how many imports does your TV have for HDMI? Well, it has two, but due to a mishap, it only has one now. Oh. Yeah, well, at first we're going to troubleshoot the issue, okay? Okay, okay, sure. I did pick up a high-caliber quality cable, so first we're going to go straight from the TV to the Xbox and see if that works. Um, did you, what'd you do, Rocket Fish or... 
brand brand wise. Do you remember Monster? Yeah, it's, it's, I honestly believe Monster is the best cable out there. I believe that people pay for the name, but I was just like, eh, what I should have done is I should have gone for one of the the Microsoft certified ones, but whatever, I don't care. So first I'm going to try that. If that doesn't work, I'm going to trot the Xbox upstairs to another screen and I'm going to hook it straight up there. Because it could be my television as well. The TV's five years old. And it right. could be that there's just something in that setup where the communication isn't going well enough. And, mm-hmm. you know, the Xbox is just like, I still don't see an HDMI connection. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah, but it's really frustrating because I can hear the Xbox, but I can't see the Xbox. What? That yeah. makes no sense. Well, it does if it's not like let's no. It would it, if if you were doing it through like you know your your AV cables. Yeah, that would make sense. But uh, not through HDMI. On. Now, Von Cleef has given me a little bit of, uh, or maybe both of us. Uh, Monster cable, dickhead. Digital is diddly. Digital is digital. You don't need a hundred dollar cable. Now, I agree. I don't think you do. But you know, it just in a troubleshooting scenario, this is what I'm going to do. Monster sure. cables are thieves. HDMI is HDMI. I agree, America. I, I feel the exact same way. But in this scenario, I mean, the guy chatting with me on Xbox, first of all, Microsoft support. Thanks, guys. This is great. Here's what you do. You get them into a little chat session, right? They ask you what the problem is. They ask like, you what like the problem online is. Or, yeah. or you're just talking to no, them? No, no, in a chat session. Then they ask you okay. what the problem is again. Then they will give you a link that you've more than likely already read because you're in the troubleshooting area already. And the first thing they try and do is shove their links down your throat before you even get to the chat session. Ah, okay. So it gives you back that link. And then I swap out a cable. I go through a different input. I go straight into the TV. The whole kit and caboodle, man. I do the whole works. And it doesn't show up. What does he instantly say? Ah, unit's defective. Guess what? Unit ain't defective. Right. How do I know? I went to Best Buy and got another one. And it's the same thing. <laughs> same exact thing. So it's either the yeah. TV or the cable. But, you know, yeah. I, I today was about bringing Christmas down. Um, Will, uh, bad news coming in from our good friend Router Ninja on Twitter. I just went to fire up the 360 to add Will, and my 360 is dead. Oh, man. See, look at it, that. I, oh, That's how often that's he uses it. That's the worst, it. man. That's the well, but he's he's a multiple platform gamer. Yes, he is. He is. I could have gone PS3 as well, but I don't know why I got. I can't even remember why I went Xbox. I really can't. I'm just gonna chalk it up that Trent's on it, and that's the reason. It's what everyone's on. Um, Also, uh, well, I I won't ask, but um, I was playing around last night with the YouTube app that's on there. Holy shit! I may never leave my house again. And, you know, that's another thing, too, talking about how everybody has a podcast. It's amazing the different digital broadcast realms that there are because there are are people that are celebrities thanks to YouTube and within YouTube. You've got right. um, uh, Ray William Johnson, for example. I think he actually might get paid by YouTube to build content. Oh, I really? Think. Yeah. Uh, you've also got uh, Charlie So Cool Like or whatever his name is. Uh-huh. You know, kid does a bunch of doctor. He's in a Doctor Who band or whatever, and 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 he does a lot of all uh, other things too. But I mean, it's just amazing that you have all of these little micro clicks for broadcasting now. Like, oh, I almost, and, and, but it, and my whole thing is, I'm not going to bother getting into the YouTube realm. I, first of all, probably because I'm like three years too late. But the other reason too is because who's going to want to? There's nobody watching YouTube. Even if I came up with something great, that's going to be like, oh, look at the balding forty year old guy. 
<laughs> My no, lord, I want to watch that's, him. That's your that's your that, that's the show title. Yeah. Balding 40-year-old guy. Uh <laughs> Lee's wife says I always use the IT crowd motto, which is uh, have you tried turning it off and on again? Right. Which more often than not does work. But ask your husband. I tried turning it off and on again a lot. Didn't do anything. <laughs> but you know, I've got, um, I've got another TV. I'm going to, I'm not probably going to bring the gaming system up. I'll probably bring the little, cause it's in like a 19 or 22 inch widescreen little thing, my jig. I'll take that right. down, see if it shows up. Eh. I don't know. I just want it to go through the HDMI input because that way then the Wii can still be hooked up and my daughter can play that damn iCarly game whenever she wants without me having to swap cables. <laughs> Is there a, any type of switcher that would work that, you know, that will take in multiple HDMI and then just run it in, out one into your Yeah, television? it's called my Pioneer Surround System. It does that. But is that, but has that been the problem though with well, your that, Xbox? That's why we got to do the troubleshooting, my friend. We've first we've got to we've got to prove that through an HDMI connection. Boy, this is really just great talk. I'm sure everybody loves. But we have to <laughs> prove that with an HDMI cable going into an HDMI input, we are able to get a picture, one way or another. Okay. That's the first thing to prove. Once we prove that that is done, we can then backtrack to where the pro- failure is. Like, let's say, for example, all I do is I swap out the cable and I hook it straight into the television. So I'm going HDMI straight from the unit, straight into the TV, and I get a picture. Let's say that suddenly, mystically, and magically works through this mystical and magical monster cable. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's say that happens. Then we have to figure out, well, if I go high-quality cables from end to end, can I go through the Pioneer Mixer? And if our mixer, I shouldn't say mixer, a surround sound system. If I can get mm-hmm. through that and still get it, you see what I mean? You, you first have yeah. got to get one point, then you've got to work your way back to prove where the failure is. Right. Okay. Router Ninja says, okay, I'm an idiot. Apparently my son got a hold of the power brick and unplugged it. Well, again. Hey, that's fine. That, that, my friend, right there, that is case in point on how you troubleshoot an issue. <laughs> Hey, let's see if it's plugged in. My Xbox is dead. Okay, well, why am I not getting power? Am I getting power because the unit has failed? First, start with the power cable. Case in point, fixed. Uh, Z Digital, when he was talking about um, HDMI cables on Twitter, um, he says they're all the same. Just pay for length, if anything. Um, which is, you know, what I've been telling girls for quite a long time. It really, it's all the same. I mean, their <laughs> size might be a little different, but sometimes, it's all the same. sometimes you just have to pay for length. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay, I think what we need to do is we need to get a uh, we can need to get an expert on the horn here. Is what we need to do. Let's see if we can sure. make this uh, little bit of magic work. I don't even remember what input that thing is on. It's probably this one. Let's see if we can get somebody who is using their surround sound processor or their surround sound system as a switcher. I don't know if we can get them. This is a quite spontaneous and rude of me just to suddenly attempt to spawn a connection with them. I don't even know if I t- yeah. sound tested this system. But anyway. I, I like I, I like how you said spawn a connection, though. That sounded dirty. Hey, okay, so, Americo, are you there? I am here. Okay, let me turn yeah! you down a little bit. But, God, you sound – see, now this is – this is no surprise. If you listen to the last show, Americo is in a relationship with Ruth. Ruth is in Australia. He is yes. in the San Francisco area. Yes. And so you are a man. See, you have what I would call a pristine setup. You know what you're doing when it comes to Skype. 
I, I, I have uh, gotten around, you know, trying out a bunch of different headsets. But yes, I finally found one that doesn't make me sound like, you know, I'm on old time radio. God, he sounds so much better than you, Trent. So I'm, I want to confirm for you, <laughs> it's your internet connection, dude. Hey, you know what? It's like on uh, Seinfeld when after George has a hit, he's like, that's it. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye. All I, all I can figure is something in your area has frosted over that's slowing down the internet. That's my guess. It's the minus sure 2012. It's, it's not the it's not the <laughs> pornography. By the way, uh, what do we do on December twenty second, twenty twelve? Then what do we do? That's what I want to know. When it when it's proven that I don't know though, Japan just got hit with that earthquake, and it wasn't even twenty twelve for how long over there? Come on, it was like ten minutes, right? Uh, poor guys, man. God, I just uh, somebody sending a message to Japan. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. So, Americo. Yes. You have an Xbox 360, you have an HDMI uh, connection, and, and what are you doing? How is it getting from your television, from your Xbox to your television? Well, I'm so used to going through a receiver anyways before the whole HDMI thing. Uh, I, I just, I have everything connected to the receiver since my receiver has three HDMI connections in. Even though my TV does have uh, two HDMI in, um, I still go through the receiver. So my PS3, 360, and my Apple TV all connect to the receiver, and then from there, go to the TV. Uh, you see that Apple TV, man. I've been, I, I'm tempted to get one of them. <laughs> but first, I need to get a Mac. Yes, because uh, <laughs> it, just, it just makes a lazy man even lazier. It's just a sweet little thing. <laughs> exactly. Actually, I did get my wife a MacBook Pro for Christmas. Oh, well, there you go. Which no. blew her away. Blew me away, too. I don't know. What the hell was that? toys, man. They're always fun. Wait, what? I got my wife a MacBook Pro for Christmas. <laughs> and, and, and what happened? No, no, no. I didn't get any favors for it. That's it blew, not what it I meant. blew you away? Well, because I suddenly had to go back into a realm I haven't had to troubleshoot in a long time. I had to migrate her old, her years and years of Outlook uh, oh, history. Oh, so that's what blew you away. Yeah. Yes. Over to the, you know, the, I, we just went with the Mac mail because it's there. Bah, done. <laughs> It's not like there's an app on the Mac that blows him away. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Not yet. Well, I, I don't know. Say, I, I will I will switch right now. I, yeah. So would I. There's I think a... Steve Jobs was working on that right before he died. Where is that? Now, does that go into a slot? I'm sorry. I had to. So, um. That's, I mean, I, I, granted, I wouldn't need much bigger than an HDMI port, but. <laughs> I really, I just think that that is a physical improbability. I really do. I mean, even, even, never mind. Anyway, so. <laughs> Give me my maxi plug any day. But that's the reason. But, and I really want that Apple TV because, you know, this past year, uh, there were a couple times where I ended up going to the Apple store to get an episode of TV to watch on my commute instead of, you know, watching what I probably already had recorded at home. So that way, you know, could I utilize that time? Well, the great thing about it is it's, it's, I mean, it's nice when you have a, uh, a Mac, obviously, it talks seamlessly through iTunes and whatnot. But it's also having all your videos, any videos, because I have a lot of movies on my computer. And, you know, instead of taking the USB and then switching it and, then, you know, playing the AVIs or whatnot off of the PS3 or the 360, just it's it's a beautiful, seamless, uh, you know, streaming uh, transition between that and the Apple TV. It looks great. Well, that's the whole point, too. Oh, by the way, uh, let me not continue to demean um, Crystal. Lee's wife's name is Crystal, and I'm going to refer to her as that from now on because Seaman Deliver, that's not a screen name. I don't know what, that's not something you could pronounce in real life. It is a screen name, pardon me. It's her Twitter account, but it's not one that you can 
easily pronounced. But Crystal says, I'd Isn't blow. Like- I'd, hey, shut up. I'm talking. Crystal says, oh, sorry, daddy's had too much. Uh, Crystal says, I'd blow Z Digital 13 away if I got a MacBook Pro. See? Yeah. Which makes the hashtag of NetHeads after it even funnier. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I think, I think that her screen name is CM and LRV. I was thinking Command Lerve. That's what I was going with too, but you know, <laughs> I, it just didn't sound right to say. <laughs> and Mary points out Trent has an extra filthy mind tonight. No, I just think Trent has a male mind. That's all. Yeah, it's true. I just I bo- there's no filter is my problem okay. th- that a lot of guys probably have. Believe me, sir, I know, I know. Um, so you, uh, sir, uh, by which I'm, it's amazing because I look from monitor to monitor, but you guys don't know who I'm looking at. Uh, Americo. <laughs> yes. So you're going, you're going through your surround sound, uh, processor, your, your receiver. Oh, there. Oh, we accidentally lost Trent. Let's get him back there. Oh, the sounds aren't turned off. I haven't muted him on that machine yet because Trent's not coming in on an old Mac anymore. He's coming in on a n- not so old PC. Nice. Are, are you there again, sir? Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh, there you go. Uh, okay. You sound so- better now. Oh, thank you. It'll, it'll drift in a minute. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Aww. So you're coming in through your, uh, through your receiver, your surround sound processor, whatever you want to call it. Now, yes. um, it's a Sony. How old is it? Um, let's say, uh, about three years, maybe. Okay. So about. mine is not even a year old. So we might be able to eliminate that. Now, what kind of HDMI cables are you using? Are you using Trent's $99 monster <laughs> HDMIs or are you just using the $1299 Dynexes? What I'm are you doing? I'm using the, five buck one that i found on uh, amazon somewhere hallelujah praise the lord pass the ammunition so clearly i'm starting to think maybe it's my television and yeah. to to clarify i went back and looked um it's rocket fish is what i got okay uh, good okay so uh, so wait so when you plug in the 360 to the tv can you see it or you can't right now i went straight with a cable in from the uh 360 to the tv I think I, I can't be positive because I was messing with so many cables, mm-hmm. uh, but I I think I was going straight into the TV and I couldn't see a thing. But at that point, I also couldn't hear anything. Whereas when I was going through a receiver, I could hear but not see. So I'm not sure. And mm-hmm. I and I know this sounds confusing, but here's the thing: I may have also disabled the speakers in the menu of the TV to make sure I never get sound through the TV. So I I'm, yeah. I, I don't know. That, that, that actually can't, because I've noticed that there is a function where, um, where if the, if the speakers on the TV, some, some TVs, I'm not saying all TVs, but some TVs have a function that if you're using receiver sound, you can't use TV speaker sound at the same time. Yes. And you connect yep. the next box. <clears throat> right. And by the way, you're uh, listening to uh, Xbox talk here on NetHeads. <laughs> if you want to give us a call, you can't. Sorry. Thank you. Okay, so so that's what I need to troubleshoot because l- much like you, I just want to go through the AV receiver. Mm. That's what I want. I just want it going straight through there because it's a thing of beauty, especially when you accidentally busted one of your HDMI inputs and you're, you're down to one. Oh. Is yeah. there any chance that busted HDMI input may be causing uh, some problems? You know, it isn't with any other device. The, the Blu-ray oh. player plays just fine through it. The... Uh, cable box goes just right fine through it. You know, the only thing that's not hooked up via HDMI is, um, hi, rhymes with we. My we doesn't go through there. 
Uh, as a matter of fact, like even when I watch, even when I watch, like let's say I have something on my computer that I want to watch on the television, because mm-hmm. uh, you know porn is so much better at sixty-two inches. Um, it is. Oh, tell me about it. My what? the computer even <laughs> even recognizes through the receiver that it's an HDMI input all the way to the TV. Oh, so, okay. Because you know my computer will automatically switch as well. You know I see I see it flash and then it's like oh hey and then it puts up a cutesy little icon showing me both a computer screen and a TV screen, letting me know I'm going through the HDMI. Hmm. <clears throat> then yeah, it sounds like uh, yeah, there is some troubleshooting to be done there. Yeah, there is. There's a little bit of little bit of troubleshooting to do, and and you know I'm glad we could spend 20 minutes to get right back <laughs> to the same part we were at in the beginning. But <laughs> no, I think it's very good because. Um, I'm 40 years old and trying to hook up an Xbox, so clearly there's already an issue there. <laughs> there's a certain point where technology does surpass, because you know, it used to be like people would call me with any tech questions. NetHeads originally started out on the Comedy World Radio Network as a computer help program. Okay? I mm. used to know my stuff. But now there are, there are things that will get away from you and there's not much you can do. <laughs> well, I, I honestly, uh, I honestly don't think the the cable technology has changed so much that you will be lost. I, I still think if you if you were able to hook up a VCR ten years, excuse me, twenty years ago now, if you were able to hook up a VCR, you're set for life as far as being able to connect anything mm-hmm. to anything else. Yeah, it's true, man. That was difficult. I, I would I would think so, but hey, uh, and and the thing is too, I find it very hard to believe it's my television. You know what I mean? Because it, it does everything else. How can yeah. it play? How can it get the signal from the Blu-ray? But, but here is the problem. And this is the only reason why I say this. Uh, you know, obviously the Xbox is doing some type of auto sensing here, which by the way, from a development standpoint, pardon my language. I'm going to get harsh developers. That fucking sucks. Okay. <laughs> it does. In fact, I, I actually, I just, a quick question. When you initially hooked up your Xbox, did you use the, the original cables or did you use the HDMI first? No, I, I used the HDMI first, didn't get something, and I was so eager to get into Arkham Asylum that I hooked up the composite. I'm like, let's go. Okay. See, this is the thing. I think when you hooked up your composite, it didn't switch back over when you hooked up the HDMI. Sometimes uh, the Xbox won't recognize it, so it's probably still thinking it's composite. What you probably need to do is go back to composite, switch it uh, to back to digital, and then reconnect. You can't, though. You can't go back to composite? I know this is going to sound crazy, but it, but from my perspective, here's what I see, everybody. This is great. This is becoming a podcast about how dumb I am. <laughs> Which I think for Trent's ego is a very good thing. This has been a long time coming. Okay. I hook, if you hook this Stop up. Stop it, Will. Let's you say, stop it right now. Yes, sir. Let's say you're going through the composite connection and you go into your settings. So you go all the way to settings and then you go to the console settings. Mm-hmm. Which, for all we know, America's doing this right now just to mock me. He's no, doing it like in unison. He's like, yeah, all right, I'm there, dummy. Um, at the point where you're going through composite, there is a, it either says HDMI or it says high definition as an option right above display. Or you go into display and the very top one is HDTV, right? Mm-hmm. And below that is just the regular settings. And you go to edit those and you can either go normal or widescreen. That's it. And it tells you that you're on a composite S video connection. And it's not until you hook up some type of HD cable that you can do anything with the settings on HD. I go up to there, I hit, I hit the button, and it's just like, you need a cable. Huh. Yeah. But mind you, remember, I hooked it up through, 
through the HDMI originally. That was the first thing that I hooked up. Yeah, see, that's why I'm I'm curious if when you hooked it to the composite, it stayed on the composite, and or it may not have gone to auto where it auto detects. I don't know. I remember that on the old Xbox that used to be a case where I had a problem with that, but I thought the new ones figured that one out. <laughs> Calvin says, "Nice reversal on tonight's netheads. This time, Will is the dumb one." <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that's the thing. I brought up this topic, and I was waiting for Trent to just drop all kinds of science on me. It's like, oh, dude, here's what you need to do. You need to go X, X, Y, Y, A, B, then hold down the right trigger Y, and that'll reset this and do that. And no, he didn't give me anything. Nothing no, at all. No, it's because it's a cable, man. You, you stick it in, and it works. <laughs> Sometimes right? too soon. Uh, but <laughs> mind you, speaking of right like, trigger and Y, I did hold that down to reset the display settings because you can do that, too. Power right. on the unit, hold down the right tree, and then it'll restart. And then, you know, supposedly, supposed, to, but it's not seeing a damn thing. So oh, here, uh, here's, I didn't what, even know that. here's what I'm going to do. I've decided immediately after tonight's show, um, I'm going to make the usual apologies to my wife for, again, you know, neglecting the family. <laughs> after that, I'm going to take the television from my bedroom. I'm going to take it downstairs. And I'm going to use the existing cables. All I'm going to do is replace the TV. Mm-hmm. If I see and hear everything, it's the TV. If I if I get the exact same thing, we know it's something else. Yes. Um, Von Cleef right now on Twitter has also said, turn your Xbox uh, on with the composite. Put in the HDMI to, to the Xbox. It should uh, pull out the composite. It should reset it. Now, here's, he said, another, he's, here's he's, another thing. He said that's what he did to reset it. Here, here is the other thing that really uh, – hold on. Wait a minute. Uh, the Adam Wells says, so Will thinks a strange version of the Konami code will fix his HDMI problems? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't say up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, you know. B, A, B. A, B. A, B, A, B select start. Yeah, thank you. B, A, B, A. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're showing our age, guys. <laughs> and Batman2124 points out, is that the Contra cheat code? Yes, it is. Yep, yep it totally is. <laughs> yeah, kick it at old school, guys. So, uh, yeah. um, I'm sorry, what was the last thing we said before I got distracted by our good friend, Twitter. Oh, uh, was it Von Cleef's advice on uh, resetting? Oh, well, switching TVs. I, once again, by the way, I just have to say, and nice save both of you because you're both right. Very good. I was talking about switching TVs, so America's <laughs> right. And then I read Von Cleef's, or you brought up, uh, Trent, Von Cleef's tweet about how, you know, we should be able to just do this and it'll switch. Um, once again, I, I still just have to say, developers, you know, not making it so you can select which input or output you're trying to use. That's a big fail. That's a big fail on many fronts. It is. I agree. Yeah. And I know Microsoft is hanging on my every word. So the good news is I'm sure there'll be an update tomorrow for the Xbox. There will be because they listen you know, to this podcast. Hilarious is that the just... old Xbox uh, HDMI dongle, the one that you have to – there was actually a physical switch on it where it switched from component to HDMI. Which I would prefer at this point anything to allow me just to you know, force this bastard. Now, the second thing that I find just hilarious is that on, cause I think mine is the Xbox Slim, right? Yeah, That's the, what the Xbox 360 S means. It's slim. It's the slimmer one. Yeah. It's, you know. It's, it's built for speed. Yeah. It's something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, aerodynamic. The, it's S for sexy. The great thing about the composite cable that they give you with it is that they want to make sure that under no circumstances, do you have that hooked up while having the HDMI plugged in? Because they have this annoying piece of plastic 
that covers up the HDMI port once it's plugged in. Oh, it's like another 360 right behind it. It's, it's huge. Yeah. I, I don't even understand why they do that. You know, unless the two outputs will, you know, cause us to accidentally travel back in time. I don't know. I accidentally, one time, I accidentally connected uh, my composite cable that I had connected from my computer. I used to have my computer connected to my TV. This is when I had a, a Windows 95 setting. This was like six, seven years ago. I had my computer hooked up to my TV, which also hooked up to my uh, Xbox. Mm-hmm. So that way I can see Xbox video and record Xbox video off my computer. Um, I accidentally connected the same audio settings um, to to the receiver and to my computer, and it blew everything. It blew the TV, the computer, and the receiver. Oh, maybe they really are looking out for me. Wow. There's so. power in the Xbox we're not even aware of. You know why? <laughs> what we all don't know inside of it? Plutonium. <laughs> Unobtainium. Unobtainium. <laughs> it's true. I did see well, a little trying to see a blue little rabbit trying to come and take my <laughs> Xbox away. No, no, no. Will yeah. Venner two thousand brings up something. Are you just jonesing for a new TV? No, and yes, but no. I I, I, I am because right now I have a. Uh, actually, you know what it is? I've just got refresh uh, freight. Uh, hold on, refresh rate envy. Because if you've seen, uh, like an LCD, HDTV, or any of the others, any of them that have like 120 megahertz on the refresh rate, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Megahertz, mm-hmm. kilohertz, I don't know. Something hertz, that's all I know. Megahertz, you're right. Megahertz. Uh, anything 120 and above, you start to get that hyper, well, 240 especially, but you start to get that hyper real looking picture, like so much that it looks, I don't want to say it looks better than real life, but there's something that when you look at it, it's just, so much more detailed than you're used to ever seeing out of a TV. It just looks abnormal. Oh, it's gorgeous. And I'm jealous of that. And I believe me, every time I'm in Costco, they got those big, super sexy screens all over the place. Because I, I try and avoid the electronic stores at all costs because if I don't, my bank account gets drained. <laughs> so I see those things and I keep looking at them, but my TV downstairs works. It works fine. But it's a DLP that at this point is maybe be seven years old. I think, maybe seven or eight years old. This one was, my TV was actually manufactured in 2005, I think. Okay. And I know oh, that. DLP, that's not bad if you got good colors still off of it though. Yeah, I do. Well, you know, it just, it's all about going in and cleaning the lens. Well, you clean yes. the lens and, and boy, you get a great picture. It's still not fantastic, but it's good. Uh, but in certain low light situations or, you know, if you're trying to watch a, a, a program during the daytime, and it's in a nighttime setting. You know, any glare in the room will make it so you cannot see what's going on in that scene. Anything filmed by Michael Bay will basically just make it look <laughs> done. It's just one giant lens flare. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Speaking of lens flares, I almost died laughing. I was watching Super 8 last night. Which, oh, my by the gosh. Way, I don't know what I was thinking, thinking Ugh. that maybe that might be okay for my 8-year-old daughter. But, boy. You know, a couple minutes in, it's like, okay, let's turn this off. And then my daughter went to bed and we finished watching it. My wife just kept looking at me. You're an idiot. You really, I'm like, but it's a movie that had kids in it. How bad could it be? But, oh, man. But the thing that kills me about that, because, you know, everybody gives J.J. Abrams shit about all this lens flare that about he's got in his movies. Flare, yes. Oh, but and he the, does. The movie fades out on a lens flare. You've got the... <laughs> spoilers by the way the ship is taking off you know the aliens going home and everything else fades out except for that blue dot of the ship you know is the last thing and right next to it two blue lens flares (laughs) i'm like you know 
it's funny because I actually um, I, I this Super Eight's one of the films that I love love and hate at the same time. I love the fact that it's kids acting like you know human beings, not like you know right. cartoonish version of uh, the Mickey Mouse Club, but also the fact that uh, <laughs> that Abrams is basically cliched the eighties in a, in a film, you know, and, and trying oh, to absolutely. Uh, but or I mean the late seventies and the and one of the re- one of the things I forgive the lens flares in Super Eight is because of the seventies cameras that used to have the lens flares. I'm like, okay, that was kind of the homage, and I kind of realized that. And then I went back when people started telling me, yeah, but he does it in every movie. Uh-huh. So I watched, I watched Mission Impossible Three. I was like, oh, this is a drinking game waiting to happen. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, or, or it, Mission Impossible Star Trek. Thing. Star Trek was just Star Trek. Oh my god. It was I, nothing but lens flares. That's all it was. I have been in a NASA capsule, uh, a, a, a replica NASA capsule over at um, NASA Ames Research, and there's no amount of light that, that, that can cause that much solar flare in, in a. <laughs> I can imagine how the crew well, of Star Trek could get anything done or see anything on the on the screen. Well, no, actually, if you've if you've seen the making of this is this is where, I mean, God Almighty, his love of lens flares is amazing. But the the part that gets me is they were like literally. Have you seen like you know real men, not like me, but real men? They'll have like high powered flashlights, you know, spotlights basically that they'll use to be able to. They got them plugged into the cigarette lighters of their car, you know, a nice big utility flashlight. You know what I mean? <laughs> But like it's yeah, on a million, it's, million candle lanterns. Yeah, it's 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 got like a trigger and it looks it doesn't look yep. when you first look at it you're like why why does he have um oh god I can't even remember the name of the darn things now see this is what about being on microphone makes you just an absolute idiot <laughs> uh you know police use them to tell people nothing to see here please disperse megaphone thank yeah, you I, oh lord yeah, yeah. okay so it, it looks like a megaphone but it's not <laughs> it's a big lamp that will just blind you. When I watched the making of on Star Trek and there is there's like a guy, his job is to sit there with one of those things and just like off to the side of the lens and just hit the lens with it. Wow. That's his job. Or it could be J.J. Abrams himself. Either way. Wow. Wow. You so, think that, do you think at one point in J.J. Abrams' life he was trapped in a closet begging for a flashlight and just – it has affected him since then and has needed to put every single light he could possibly find in a scene? Yeah, I don't know, man. There was <laughs> – you remember how they told you never look directly into the sun or you know never look during an eclipse? You know, and that it just – it affected him. I don't know. God almighty though. <laughs> Just oh. lens flares, almighty! Just like they're sitting in a diner, nothing else is going on. <laughs> lens flare. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think there were any in the diner scene, but if there are, I'm going to have to probably laugh so hard my guts will. I tell you what, those out. those fluorescent lights—they really can do a number on a, on an HD lens. It's true. <laughs> I actually think in that bar scene in Star Trek, there were a couple of lens flares in there somewhere. Oh, no, there were. They, they're <laughs> all over Star Trek, just every single scene, every single scene. But, you know, I, I enjoy the guy's work, so I, we'll let the lens flares sl- slide, I guess. I, yeah, I do, too. I mean, I I loved Mission Impossible 3. It was the best one so far, I think. I Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen Ghost Protocol yet, though? Not yet. I've been meaning to go watching it on the IMAX. No. You know, in my in my area, they they put in IMAX, right? And the only thing I notice is it's just a much bigger screen. Is that all it is where you go to? Is it just a bigger screen? 
Well, it, well there's it different types of IMAX. Yeah, there's different types of IMAX. You have your IMAX experience, and then you have actual IMAX. I think we have the IMAX experience. I'm not yeah, sure. It was just blown up. Yeah. Yeah. No, like well, I, yeah, the actual, I, the actual IMAX is it's it's the dome screen. Yeah, and you're almost like sitting on your back, and you've got the speakers all over the place. Now, what? Now, if you go see it in your area, area, America, which way are you going to be seeing it? I mean, is it? It'll, it'll be IMAX experience because um, I think I think the only thing um, that was actually IMAX um, was the was the Batman trailer. It was the, or the Batman pro, whatever it is, the, the, the little snippet of Batman that they showed. That was the actually teaser. IMAX, I believe. Speaking of Batman, another thing that I'm pissed off about when it comes to the Xbox and these crappy developers. I got all the way through this game to the point where I'm battling Poison Ivy while she's in this gigantic, monstrous, uh, flower thing that she's controlling. Yes. And, you know, I, I, Got through one part of it. I still didn't kill her off, and I'm like, screw this. I got to go to bed because it's like 3 a.m., and I'm 40 years old. This is no life to be living. And I wake up the next morning because naturally just four hours later, half rested. I got to get back in. And I go, and my autosave is auto gone. Oh. <gasps> yeah, and you just got to grind through the whole game after that point. You know, that's just inexcusable uh-huh. and and shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, that happened to me <clears throat> with um, Arkham Asylum. Actually, I lost my games. I was halfway through the game, and I w- it just uh, it was didn't want to go back to. The- it took me like three months to get back into the game. Do you happen? Not I don't like- blame you, man. That's a that's a really big, big bad defeated feeling. You're just like, oh, come on, really? Seriously, Be- especially when you have to go back and repeat those gargoyle levels, as I like to call them. You know, where you're, where you're hanging there and you're, you're on top of these gargoyles and you gotta take out the armed gunman. Yes. And it's just like, really, I'm gonna get another one of these things? And the thought of having to go back and do those, it miserable. Like right now, I think I'm at, I'm, I've grinded back through and I think I'm at the point where, or I just finished, where uh, the level where the gargoyles are booby trapped. And so you have to quietly go through and kill everybody. Or not kill, Batman just knocks them out. But yeah, you gotta take yeah. out the armed gunman without the ability to, you know, switch quickly from gargoyles to, you know, or, or to have that nice hanging attack where you can do a silent takedown. Those are even better. Those uh, are fun, yes. But between those and the scarecrow levels, the nightmare levels, I'm just like, really? Come on already. <laughs> Couldn't you guys come up with a new challenge at this point? It's like, no, let's put more armed gunmen in here and throw more gargoyles on the roof. Okay. Yes, and get them all armored up even. Let's, let's just, you know, get it stronger and heavier. Yeah, but I see what you're a little repetitive on that. So I'm going to assume that neither of you go back and play video games a second time. I do. Once in a great while, I actually, when I, when I finish a game, uh, once in a great while, I'll go back and finish and play it again. And just to, if, if especially like something like Arkham City, where you can pick up and go back and get, uh, uh, the Joker trophies, I mean, excuse me, the Riddler trophies and whatnot. I, I do that too. Or like the old games that I have. I'll do that once in okay. a while. Well, I noticed that a lot of games do have a lot of repeat content, uh, meaning like, like the Lego Star Wars games. They had the great features where certain levels were only accessible as a certain type of character. You had to be a Sith Lord to go here. You had to be a Stormtrooper. Well, not a Stormtrooper. Uh, a bounty hunter. You had to be a bounty hunter to go there. You know what I mean? So those yeah. are cool to go back and replay because it's like you're getting to see new secret stuff. Yeah, new uh, content. I dig that too. 
And that's the only benefit about this fa- save file fiasco is because now I have been able to, while I've been playing the game, go back and kick the hell out of these Riddler challenges and Riddler trophies. Nice. So I've got, cause you know, I'm, as many of you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just in Arkham Asylum. I have not even, I'm still in the game of the year of, what is it, 2010? I, I mean, Ten. I have not even gotten to the Arkham City yet. Oh, it's so much better. You're uh, going to love but, it. But I don't like what Fat Man 2124 is pointing out, which is, damn, Will, <laughs> you was close to the end. Great. <laughs> just wonderful. That's not what I want to hear. Yeah, I know, because uh, let's see now. What do I still have to go through? The pods? Are t- I don't even know what I got to go. I, I've still got to go through Croc's lair again. Killer Croc? Oh, Lord, please. Well, I hated the Killer Croc lair. Uh, that, that's I because really it's did. a, that is, that in classic, in gaming lingo, that is nothing but a grind level. That's all it is. Completely. I mean, it's, it's unnecessarily long, unnecessarily annoying. You have something to say, Trent? No. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I thought I heard him like breathing to like cue up to get ready to say something. Um, uh, but, but seriously, that is. <laughs> no, not- about Killer Croc. I'll just start laughing, and then and that's that's how I bust in. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing but a grind level. <laughs> See what I'm saying? That's how I do it. Perfect. <laughs> nothing but a grind level, though. I don't, I don't know how this is suddenly becoming Arkham Asylum talk, but it is. It's like, hey, everybody, it's 2010 again. Welcome, <laughs> listening to Netheads. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk about playing Zork. And what about this iPhone 4? Yo, it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> man. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, I got to tell you, too, guys, right now, I almost considered not doing the show tonight. Now that, obviously, we're a threesome, and, you know, this is not a show. It's a it's a threesome. Hey, everybody. It's a knock on our door. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. It's a knock on Trent's door, though. No. <laughs> yeah, because, fuck, I'll just come right back. That's that's what's amazing, dude. I mean, seriously, I still can't believe that happened. Only because you're you're a young man still in your twenties. Yeah, barely, but yeah, you're primed for only two things in life: drinking and that other thing. Expelling parts of Trent. Fixing <laughs> Xboxes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Uh, no, I was considering canceling tonight's show because. Um, okay, how do I put this delicately? In the UK today, tonight, well, their time, 8, eight 10, um, the revisionist version of Sherlock. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Stephen Moffat, the uh, head writer on, or executive writer, I don't know what they call him, but they're basically the driving force right now behind Doctor Who. Uh, last year, he, he did a modern, re- he and a partner, uh, they did a modern revision of Sherlock. So they took Sherlock Holmes, but they put him, and I don't mean like they took Sherlock Holmes from the 1800s and dropped him in the 21st century. The, imagine a 21st ver- century version of Sherlock Holmes is what this is. If he were right. born and, and grew up in this era. And it's an amazing retelling. The first one was great. The second one was okay. And the third one was just a little too rushed. You know, we've been waiting for the, for the new one to get going. Uh, my fiance is having a threesome with two other dudes on the radio, <laughs> according to Ruth on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Because we like to do it public style. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, so there were three, uh, they're doing them as like TV movies, right? So there were three of them last year. And then three of them, I'm hoping at least three of them coming out this year. And the first one made its premiere tonight. Uh, in the UK. If you're in the U.S., for some reason, we're on a penalty system, and we have to wait for PBS to get them. 
Oh, those are the miniseries that were they, yeah. like, oh, yeah. okay. I've been wanting to watch those. Yeah. I've heard well, good stuff. The Sherlock ones you can actually watch on Netflix right now if you have Netflix streaming. Hey, honey. My daughter walked in. I think, oh, she's got a new art creation to show us. Is that what that is? Nice. Nice. Wow. Who's on the horse? You don't know, Sherlock just Holmes. some girl. Is it Sherlock Holmes? No, <laughs> it's it's a beautiful. It's a it's a girl on a horse, and there's a oh, barn. It's River Song. Could be. And is that a rooster up there? Nice. That's a beautiful drawing, honey. Thank you very much for sharing that with me. I appreciate that. You're just gonna leave it right there for me. All right, cool. Thank you, baby. Okay, let me get back to this now. Is that okay? Thank you. I love you. Love Aww. you. Okay. I love so- you too, Will. Oh shit, he wasn't talking to us. <coughs> oh, no, I wasn't. I feel lonely now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel lonely. It's okay. Uh, so uh, you can watch them on Netflix streaming. So you have plenty of time to get caught up, sir. All right. But because there's three of them, and the first one is just great. A study in red, I think, is the name of it. Um, or is it a study in pink? I think it's a study in pink. The anyway, neither here nor there. So it premiered in the UK for some reason. In the U.S., we're on a penalty system. We have to wait for PBS to pick them up and play them, and I think it's in May. That being said, I've got it on my computer, and I almost considered canceling the show tonight just so I could sit and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, priorities, man. You gotta, hey, like, that, gotta get that would Sherlock be the Holmes true on. nethead thing to do. Well, let me put it this way. If you guys spend this week getting caught up on the first three installments, okay, by the end of the third one, you'll know why I was so eager to watch it, because it ends on a cliffhanger, which is really messed up when you realize this is the third one and it's not going to be on again till God only knows when. You know, at that point, there was no word that it was actually going to be greenlit, because naturally, I did not wait until they show- aired on PBS. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. And it's a modern day uh, Sherlock Holmes. Is he named Sherlock Holmes in in the in the show? Or yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, and he, the actor that plays him is his name is like Benedict Cumberbatch or something. Oh, oh that's just awesome. I'd, 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 I'd that's a great name, but I'd probably switch it to Sherlock Holmes because it's easier <laughs> to pronounce. Is, I would go with his, Benedict. His, in the his show, last name is because that's just his last name it. is Cumberbatch. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> that's his last name. Uh, let's see now. Uh, according to the Twitter, uh, Fengar says uh, horse picture is better than a note telling you you're not funny. Good point. Uh, he makes some valid points. And the three ones, thanks to Von Cleef filling us in on the information. The three ones uh, today is a scandal in Belgravia. Uh, the second one is the Hounds of the ba- of Baskerville, and the third is the Reichenbach Fall. So those are the series two episode titles. I don't know how far. I think last year, I think they just aired a week apart. I don't know if that's what they're doing this time. And it's curious. So is it, there's a modern day Watson as well, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. He served, I think, in, in Desert Storm or the Iraq War or something. Well, that's just awesome. That's, yeah, that's interesting. I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah, I, I would encourage it. He's, it's actually through Watson that we get introduced to it. And there's certain modern things. So. Like, I think the idea behind the story, the books originally was that Watson was writing them. And then now, of course, he's blogging about Sherlock Holmes's <laughs> things. He's got his own Sherlock Twitter feed. Oh my God. OMG Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's, well, that would be the real modern telling. You'd be tweeting the whole thing. <laughs> A study yeah. in 140 characters is what it would be. Thank you very much. <laughs> So it's an is it's but it's still it's not an it's not the like the Sherlock Holmes movies where it's an action based Sherlock Holmes. It's a more it's still the psychological kind of 
thing in the, from the books. Yeah, yeah. The first one, yeah, and the first one was great because it kind of gave us insight into the way that Holmes's mind works, and and you know you see all the things that he instantly looks at and analyzes, and I I really enjoyed it. It was great acting. It was great storytelling. I mean, even though the second two installments weren't so hot, I mean, the first one was really the strongest. The third one, though, introduces Moriarty. Not to spoil anything for you, but you know. He's going mm. face-to-face with an unseen mastermind who seems to always be one step ahead. Who do you think it's going to be? It's going to be Moriarty. Thank you very much. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's funny. that Moriarty was not a huge character in the books. No. Uh-uh. Cinematically, though, they had to do something. I mean, actually, in the original uh, Sherlock Holmes world, in, in the first short story that he was in, he actually went over, I think, a cliff or a waterfall wrestling with Moriarty. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it's like, well... Yeah, I want to bring the character back. What are we going to do? You know, one of my favorite uh, Sherlock Holmes retelling it has to be the Star Trek uh, Next Generation series with Data and Sherlock Holmes. Oh, you know, yes. Sherlock Holmes. I think when he fa- – I think uh, Moriarty became really popular based off of Data going up against Moriarty. I completely and totally forgot about that. But I'm glad you brought up Next Generation because it brings me back to my Christmas tree ornaments. Which I'm sure everybody wants to hear about, but there was a point of confusion. And, and as I was putting the ornaments away today, before I looked at the box and I had read the names, I realized where I had gone astray. Cause the Klingons had the bird of prey. Yeah. And the Romulans had a war bird. And that yeah. dawned on me two seconds before I picked up the box and it said Romulan war bird. I'm like, son of a gun. I'm right. So. I'm glad we could – because I know there were so many people that were probably hanging on that. They were just like, how could Will have not realized this minute detail? How dare you not know the difference between Romulans and Klingons? God. No, I know the difference between Romulans and Klingons. Those are completely different races. Now, you try try and get a difference between a Romulan and a Vulcan, that's confusing. That is confusing. Well, you know, the Romulans apparently have uh, tattoos and, and extra ridges now or something. According oh, because of the new new movies. Star Trek. Yes. I, mean, now, I don't know about you guys though. I I really really hope that the new Star Trek movie comes out as strong as the as the last one. I do too. What I, do you mean I, as strong? Well, the last one was actually it was a really I I found it to be a really good entertaining story. Even though once again, especially after seeing uh, Super Eight again, I got to say J J Abrams, let's get rid of these multi legged odd elbowed creatures for God's sake, right? <laughs> Let them go, buddy. Come up with a new creature design. Like, it's CG. It's not like you're repurposing the animatronics. No, it's more like he's just saying, fuck you all for not making Cloverfield more popular. I'm going to keep reusing these. I'm going to do shaky cam for 48 minutes, and then we're going to show a monster for six. All aliens have 40 joints. Apparently so. (laughs) Because that's the logical way a creature would want to move. Anyway... Uh, where was I going with this? Oh, the, the new one, it was a great story, and it, and near the end, you know, they kind of gave a, gave you that little nod that made it okay to like this one because it's not betraying the original Star Trek. Yeah, it's they like, got away with it by every Star Trek, uh, they get, the way Star Trek gets away with everything is according to timeline change. Yeah, it's and an alternate got away with timeline. Again, which is fine. I well, gave it, you know, it's props. Not to, completely geek out and lose the entire audience but let's face it one of the best next generation episodes that happened was the one where Worf was uh, was shifting through all of the alternate timeline possibilities you remember yes, that the one? multiverse one where he won the award in one and then he lost it in the other yeah he's married to Troy in one and he's you know uh, there was so that was a great episode 
Oh, not to mention, oh, do you see, don't get me started on the next generation because now <laughs> I'm just going to totally geek out. But another one of the great ones was when the Enterprise C came back through the rift. Was it C or B? Uh, I know which one you're talking about, the one that was lost in battle. Yeah, it was like Yesterday's Enterprise, I think, was the name of the episode. And basically, you know, the Enterprise D comes up on a time rift, you know, an anomaly, because, God, they love using that word. And, boy, my wife hates the word anomaly. (laughs) So the series finale of Next Generation, you know, I think she was ready to club me by the end of that one. It's like, if they say anomaly one more time, and then they say, sir, the anomaly, I'm like, I'm dead. This is the anti-time anomaly. It was nice knowing you guys. But anyway, so there was a, a time rift, and then it was either the Enterprise, B or C comes uh, cruising out through there, which you know was lost in a big battle. And I think that now wasn't it Kittimer, but it was somewhere else. So it's what opened up the talks to the Klingons to yes, make peace happen uh, because a star because a uh, Federation ship gave their lives to yeah. for a Klingon outpost. Thank you very much, Twitter stream Fengar and Bill Stranahan, both making me feel much better. Instantly chiming in, it's the Enterprise C. So good, nice there. memory, man. They're the well. I mean, I hey, you know, I just they making me feel better that I'm not the only one that remembers this. Um, <laughs> So, hey, at least it wasn't a warbird. But it was a <laughs> nice <laughs> call. Warbird D. <laughs> so the uh, when that when that rift happens and the Enterprise C comes out because it's it's exited its timeline, you know, it, its events mm-hmm. haven't played out because it's now in the future and the entire timeline shifts, which was a great moment because suddenly Tasha Yar, boom, is back there it's and Worf right? isn't. And- that was just that was fun. That was good, wholesome fun. Because I don't know about you guys. I, I obviously I like Doctor Who. I really like time stuff. I, I like you know when they play around with timelines and alternate realities and all that jazz. I'm a fan of timelines. I, I live in one actually. <laughs> I do too. What an amazing coincidence! Oh, that's great. Oh, uh, that's funny. Hey Trent, do you? Is there anything you wanted to say? Because I pretty much left you on mute for like 36 minutes now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine. Can anyone tell that I've had coffee before tonight's show? <laughs> I have just been like, oh, let's talk. Oh, now let's talk about this. And oh, the Xbox is pissing me off, but I love it. Which, by the way, I am so mad at myself for not having this game system sooner because, man, Arkham Asylum is just an amazing game. It really is. It was. It was a great game. You're, you're, you're going to find a couple more that are just amazing for that system. I really like it when my game helps, when it gives me a storyline to also follow and entertain me. You know what I mean? It's kind of like I'm seeing an adventure unfold. Although, in Arkham Asylum, uh, during that one of the nightmare scenes, as I like to call them, you know, at some point where, you, where you're encountering the Scarecrow, there's that, that moment where the game replays the entire opening. But it's like suddenly the Joker is the one bringing the Batman to Arkham Asylum. Yes, yes, yes. That was... And yeah, for me, that was great because I was just under the impression that my Xbox had totally died. Because <laughs> they, they do that wonderful, staticky, tileized freeze frame. And you're like, oh my god, what the... I'm just wondering how many people reset their Xboxes pissed off when that first happened. <laughs> you know, because in that game, that's kind of like the equivalent of the uh, of the ending of The Sopranos. Just in a, a suddenly going to black. A long black. black. That wasn't even a fade, man. That was a hard cut that just sat there. Painfully. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually have a, I actually have a confession to make. One of my, one of my, uh, New Year's resolutions, uh, this year, and I'm going to lose all type of geek cred for this one. I have not watched one episode of Doctor Who ever. You're fine. That's fine, dude. Okay. A lot of people haven't. 
And I plan to do that this year. The best thing, uh, which by the way, the tree topper is now on top of my bookcase because I couldn't pack it up for the year. I just wanted to keep looking at uh, it. Yeah, but, but something like that, it's, you keep out a lot like a wreath. I enjoyed though, cause the, <laughs> my family all came over, uh, this past Saturday, uh, to kind of have like a, a little after Christmas with my wife's father. Cause you know, their parents divorced years ago. So they were all over, and I loved how much I got to explain to people time and time again what exactly it was that was on top of my nerd tree. That was fun. It's like, it's from Doctor Who. Well, what is it? it? They're like, is it a phone booth? Well, technically, it's a police public call box, but it's a TARDIS. What's a TARDIS? It's like, oh, God. They're like, that's offensive. <laughs> It's an homage to Bill and Ted. That's what I should have said. <laughs> boy, oh boy. I bet you, I'm glad I did not, I wasn't aware that much of Doctor Who back when Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure came out. Cause just imagine the nerd rage that was going on here. And that, we're not talking about mild nerd rage. We're talking about hardcore nerd rage because these are people that were watching a television show that you can only get through PBS in the US. Is there any, uh, is there any connection? Like, did the, Makers of Bill and Ted actually say, hey, let's give a nod to Doctor Who to make it a, a phone booth. Honestly, I don't think so, but I can't, I can't be sure. I can't tell. However, you. I don't think the people that were watching Bill and Ted were also watching PBS. You've got two very distinct <laughs> no, no, no. audiences but, but, but here Trent, that the don't cross over. The information gets out there and people just know. You know what I mean? I mean, they, right. they find out what happened in this show and, and that's what it was. But man, that must, cause that's, that's, cause let's face it. I mean, uh, you know, now we're part of the night zeitgeist and, you know, nerds are in and nerds have been in for a while now. Uh, and, but, but back then, you know, Star Trek fans, for example, the only way they gathered were at cons or viewing parties and that was it. Or on the internet. Well, but no, I'm talking about pre-internet. Prior. Man. Yeah. Oh, Bill prior and, to Bill and oh, Ted's yes. was really, I know it's a scary world. BI, before internet was a weird place. It was a that's totally when, that's different. That's when our comic book conventions were secluded to the Sheraton hotels and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Yep. No, yep. no, you want to be over in hall C. You're over in the banquet hall, sir. Over there. <laughs> I'm sure you'll see everybody. You know, where you kind of, and, and it's always that great feeling when you have to walk in, you know, either wearing a trench coat to hide the uniform or you're walking in with a garment bag so you can change in the restroom. And, and really also too, a Sheraton restroom is the worst place to try and apply Vulcan ears. That's all I'm saying. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> I'm not speaking from experience, though. I don't know what you're talking about. Leave me alone. I used to, um, um, me and my my best friend, we used to, when we used to go to the comic book conventions when we were very young, when they were at the Sheraton Hotel, we had um, we took backgammon cases that we found, hollowed them out, to, ripping out all the little the fibers and whatnot, and we converted them to comic book cases. So we, so we were walking into conventions with briefcases, uh, homemade briefcases for our comic books that we would collect. Nice. And make sure that, yeah, we we used to geek it out hardcore back then. <laughs> Dude, that's legit. That is legit. Let me just tell you that. Well, America, now, America I, oh, go ahead. Just some advice going into Doctor Who, watch it with someone else if, if possible. Um, Will, I'm assuming most of your Doctor Who has been watched with someone else. Nope, just me. You've watched it all by yourself? Just me, yeah. But, you know, like, I'm a latecomer. I, the whole thing with the switchover from David Tennant to Matt Smith, that was finally the time where I'm like, cause I tried to give it a chance before, I think when sci-fi was, uh, getting it, and, you know, I, I had seen the, uh, the Christmas special where, you know, the spaceship Titanic was having issues or whatever it was. And I tried to give that a chance, which is a horrible episode to come in on. And, but with the switch over from Matt Smith, 
I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll finally give it a chance. And everybody's talking about this David Tennant guy, so I'll check out one of those episodes. And I just happened to pick one that I think made a callback to something previous. And I'm like, okay, that's it. Never mind. I got to go back to the beginning. Not the right. beginning, beginning, but the 2005 reboot beginning with Michael Eccleston. And, you know, I just, I just kept watching because I know I, I, like I came in either on a two-parter or something. And I'm like, you know what? No, I can't watch any of this until I get here. So, you know, I just powered through it is what I did. As I've, cause, you know, uh, America, same thing. You know, I've, I've mm-hmm. been kind of going through it now. Um, and I think I would enjoy it a lot more if I had someone to make fun of certain things with. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just as far as like, you know, whether it be the Daleks, um, plungers or, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> I personally think it would be funnier. Well, not, not, not necessarily funnier, but more enjoyable to, to, you know, kind of give a, a rib to somebody and laugh about it. I'll definitely try to watch it with somebody. I, if I could get anybody to, because most of my friends, I don't think have ever heard of Doctor Who as well. Um, right. Just the, just the ones that I know. So I'm like, hey, come watch this show with me. And, um, I doubt they'll be really into it, but I'll definitely watch it on my own if I, you know, if I can get well, anybody else to. But the, uh, the Xbox Netflix party thing is kaput, right? It's. Yeah. Confirmed dead. Yeah, it's a shame. You know what, though, man, dude? If you need somebody, I didn't offer to do this for Trent because really I don't like him. But for you, I'd do this. <laughs> we could do a synchronized thing. You know, it's like, you know what? Start streaming in three, two, one, go. And I'll, if I have to do it, Skype, I'll Skype it with you. We'll we can do, do that. Yeah, do a live Skype. Or, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> That'll be fine. Trent's feelings won't be hurt, right, Trent? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What? I was tweeting. I, I don't blame out about 45 <laughs> minutes ago. I do not blame Lou. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, looking at the clock, we're at, we're at that time. Uh, so, uh, inadvertently, uh, thank you for co-hosting with us, Americo. I appreciate oh, no. it. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me on for so long. I didn't even realize it went flew by quick. Yeah. That's what happens yeah. when us, us geeks get together and talk. We just Absolutely. lose all sense of time. Uh, and I, I really hope everybody got something out of this episode. I don't know what, other than the fact that I've got Xbox rage. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> and and my wife actually has Xbox Rage too because I've been playing it way too much. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. right. es no bueno. No. Time bueno. to get another TV. Yeah, no. It's that's not it, man. Because <laughs> you know, it's like no. I'm just gonna play for 20 minutes. Three hours later. <laughs> Five more minutes. Two hours later. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that 20 minutes was five and a half hours. Way to go, buddy. Way to go. <laughs> Well, as long as you get pictures from your daughter in the meantime to show that you're interacting, yeah. you're, you're all right. <laughs> like tonight. Well, again, though, uh, at least, you know, it wasn't a note telling me I'm not funny. That's what's important. <laughs> it wasn't daddy with a sad face nope. on a horse. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> a unicorn. Or actually her on a sad face with daddy up in the top of the barn on an Xbox. What? Pierced on the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, uh, in the, oh, there's that infamous, I, every time I hear that when I listen back on the shows, I try, anyway, don't do that, dude. Don't let me do that ever again. That should be one of the drinking game items where everybody, uh, actually doesn't drink, but they tweet madly at me for it. That's what I would like. I like the anyway. I'm glad you do. It's one of those things that bugs the hell out of me, though. Uh, Trent, I don't know about you. It's time for Sound by Nation. We gotta go. Uh, um, oh, quick. Just quickly on my blog, I'm doing um, top tens of 2011 this week. Please uh, get on there and, and let me know if if I'm way off base on a lot of these. I'd like to hear from everybody. Well, your TV list was good. I didn't think I was qualified to comment on it, which is why I kind of didn't want to go there. 
uh, you know, because r- really, I just watched Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, and Dexter. You know, those are the, mm-hmm. those would be my top three. But you know, like Falling Skies wasn't hot enough to make a list. Oh gosh, no. So I don't know. And 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 in my opinion, neither was Walking Dead. So most importantly, though, where can they find your blog? Uh, just head over to uh, partofhim.blogspot.com. And that'll do it. Hey, Americo, uh, do you want people reading your blog? Oh, God, no, please, no. no. Never mind, then. <laughs> Net, your name's out there. They can't get away from it. They're going to find you now anyway. You'll um, see. Let's see. My blog, eternalproductions.blogspot.com. There you go. Yes. And uh, I don't – I actually – mine's just willwilkins.com. But, you know – if you want, if you want to uh, follow us and continue the conversation even after the show is off the air, uh, on Twitter, I am NetheadWW. Trent is a part of him. Uh, the show is mm-hmm. NetHeads on air. And Americo76 has been our inadvertent co-host for today. Thank In you guys. In the interim, uh, don't forget to also go on to iTunes and give us that five-star review because it makes us happy. And, uh, that's it. Uh, this has been another edition of NetHeads. I'm Will. I'm Trent. Go ahead, Americo. And uh, apparently I'm America. <laughs> and you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads on Smodcast Internet Radio. Smodcast.com. NetHeads. File transfer. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.